2: Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 554 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian piles joined by Stephen Kyle Brackey. He looks like a like a football coach right now in his red crew neck, big football guy. And up in Wisconsin, Ben Funky Aspirin. Ben, how are you?
1: Maria, I, I'm just reading through some of the questions. A lot of times I forget to read through the questions from friends, you know, before it actually happens. Yeah. So today I decided to scroll down there and check a few out. There's
2: good questions, and uh, hopefully we spend some time when we get to those. We will. You will have uh, an opportunity to answer the questions, Ben. Uh, first, you tweeted a little bit, but wanted some more uh, developed thoughts on, on the Metcalf piece, what your overall um,
1: were. Yeah, let's see. Uh, I thought it was really good. Um, I, you know, I like the back. Obviously, I kind of I knew a lot of the background. You want to hear a funny story? Is um, Brian Smith was good friends with Roy Hall, and Brian, Brian Smith thought he had an inside track on Metcalf, oh. which I, you know, this, this Max's class. And then I guess you know to to the point the 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 um, video made the point, but you know it, was, it took like one call from Tom Brands, and then it was done.
2: <laughs> how about? Damn it. How about that dang uh, the the recruiting call from Tom Brands? You call a guy You think that was real. Yes. They got to tell the truth, right? Well What? Well, one, Brent would make just make that up. One, yeah, two You can't see Tom Brands doing something like that. <laughs> I think Gable did stuff like that. He would do like the quick little phone calls, all right, see ya. You wanna be an Olympic yeah. champion? Alright, see ya man, I feel like I've heard a story about that with Gable doing something similar. I totally Mid- I totally believe yeah. it.
1: Yeah, it's definitely feasible. Uh, It's funny how the teenage mind works, you know, where, um, you know, I don't want to say they don't really think about it all that much, but it's not like, uh, you know, there's a lot more things to, hey, do you want to win an Olympic title um, than just, hey, do you want to – because anyone could say that on the phone, right? Because there's a a whole bunch of American coaches who've had that level of success. um, But because he had – he'd been primed for it because he'd been watching those TNT tapes that he was talking about with Roy Hall – which I, I didn't know that part of it. Obviously, um, the other the other awesome Paul Donahoe, awesome connection there. He was at our duels last weekend. Man, that is an effing mature ten year old to be doing some
2: visualization. That's with what the I buddy. was thinking. That is
1: like, oh my god, holy moly!
2: Yeah, that makes me want to like talk to Paul and Be like, Paul, how did who told you about visualization when you yes, were at seriously. least eight years old? Right, like that's that's insane. I I, n- I swear I had never heard of. There- visualization until i started working at flow in in the sports career i just wasn't something now it's something like so many of the high level guys basically all do it's interesting
1: yeah i mean that that's freaking wild uh how about that they all were actually at goodrich high school and then they all actually went to davis and how pissed that coach have to be
2: yeah <laughs> that's that's uh that's painful that's painful
1: yeah, I looked, it wasn't too, it's only like 15 minutes away. It's not too far. Uh, But that, you know, they all started there. And then, hey, oh, and then, man, so I got so many points from yesterday. You know, you brought up the thing where Lee Roper said, well, if they're seven, then they're, you know, they're they're good, then they're always going to be good or something. Mm-hmm. Brent Metcalf didn't find the flyer until he was nine years old. He said, well, I was nine years old. And I seen the little, you know, Goodrich mascot with the jacked up and stuff. And, you know, obviously he became relatively good, relatively fast. But then also on top of that, that means Chase Metcalf, because he didn't say, he didn't reference my older brother had wrestled. Chase right. Metcalf, who would become a high school champion, didn't start till at least age 11, which I don't know what that, 5th grade, 6th grade, somewhere in there.
2: Yes, yes. Minimum. No, that's, that's very, uh, I thought about that as well. Um, <laughs> but it seems like Metcalf was a uh, one of those guys who had really early success, though, despite yeah. um, all that. You well, know, I, like I would was, guess. There's like roller pictures of him just looking jacked at like where he was probably yeah. 11. He didn't look to be that, that young. Know. I
1: mean I guess he didn't you know he didn't get into it but, but I would guess he was just one of those really active kids who was just outside who was rough who liked you know and that was obviously why he kind of t- naturally took to wrestling cuz he said I, you know I love the roughness of it I love the self-reliance of it so he's probably just one of those kids I mean I, I will tell you straight up you know there's a couple kinds of kids that come into a wrestling academy who have never wrestled right there's the kid who's really soft he's probably been playing video games his whole life and that doesn't mean that they can't be successful. I've had a few of them be successful, right? But it's it's going to take a long time. And then there's sometimes that kid who's just like, he's just strong. He's rough. You know, he's probably going rough out some of his friends on the playground and just kind of outside active. Do you get him to pick up
2: a few moves? They can be successful really quick. Yes. Um, yep. No, that, that that makes sense. Something I've uh, seen as well. Hey, how about how about the Mark Hall thing? Yeah, so if you didn't, we didn't like label the picture or anything, but there's a picture of, and it circulated a decent bit of, of Brent and Chase Metcalf with with a very young Mark Hall between them, and I think those two had a, I think Chase, I think Chase and Mark had a, a particularly close relationship. And he coached Coach Mark as a youth. Of course, Mark originally from Michigan, that area. That Davidson, I believe, is like the Flint. Michigan area it's yeah a little, a little further north yes a little so bit. um that's where Mark's from so that was that was pretty fun not everyone knew that was that was Mark Hall in that picture but yes if you watch that 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 young man in the middle was, was Mark so that's pretty cool
1: wow I mean because he had to be well I did the math on it I'm like that that's Mark Hall and I'm like wait is this, does the math work out you know I had to do the math at all their ages. I'm like yeah I get you know I, it's got to be close Right. And then I texted you to make sure that I was right. Um, that was awesome. You know what, it brought back some really good memories for me because, uh, the nationals I was in was in that same venue in Cleveland. I don't know if you've ever been there. Uh, Um, I don't remember what it's called right now, but that was, so both chase and Brent wrestled in that venue. I actually thought chase was one year younger than me. I thought he was the same grade as CP who was a 2003 high school grad. Um, but then obviously he wrestled Daryl Vasquez, and that that was when only seniors could wrestle in that event. So you know it was a big deal for us. Um And yeah, so he's my graduate guy to beat Daryl Vasquez, who was so good. He was four time Cali champ. I think either the first, first or second ever. I think he remember the first. I
2: think he's the first. Man. Yeah, he was.
1: I actually think he beat, beat Jacob Pal? I think Jacob Palomino for his fourth year before, so 2001, and Vasquez
2: beat him to stop him from going for four. I believe. Yes um yes so yeah interesting stuff there well glad you enjoyed it oh we got that picture yep chase on the left brent on the right and young mark hall right there in the middle pretty cool
1: yeah that's wild i mean so at this at this point he's probably my guess. mark hall's what seven or eight yeah that's how old he looks to me because yeah, I mean I was guessing Brent's probably only won, in high school. I think
2: he had only won one cadet world title at this point. in this picture was <laughs> so
1: young. Ah, too funny. Yeah, it's too funny. Uh let's see. What other takeaways? Um wait, hey, so I I guess I'm fuzzy on this. Maybe you guys can help me. Dresser was not an assistant for Tom Brands, was he? No. No. He was uh... a few things he said he was what?
0: Nope. Well, he was the uh, head coach at Christiansburg High School, which is re- literally right there by Blacksburg.
1: It's right next. So did they do something? Because I don't know. The way The way he was talking about it kind of made it seem like that he had, he had helped or he'd been there when Brett just got there or something to that effect.
2: Oh, I didn't glean that. No, but he definitely was yeah. not on staff. Uh, maybe He they said were, something okay. like it was, it
0: was going to be cool to have, like, that kind of guy in the neighborhood. So I don't know if maybe they yeah. were like...
2: Oh, okay. That's what he said. He's literally in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so I, I like the, the Dustin. I mean, I think it's just really interesting that Dustin and CP versus Chase and Brent. I thought that was that was cool. The, the Medina High School. I never knew that story. That was awesome. I didn't know anything about that. Was that was two, huh? Yeah. Yeah well, I mean, there, there's no clock, so who knows if it's it is or not. There, there was the question wasn't did the move meet takedown criteria? It was like yeah, well, it was, it was, was before time, was, right? Was it before time? So I don't know.
1: I I've been just just from hearing what the crowd, you know, the
2: crowd <laughs> sounded the like the Ohio crowd. Ben, <laughs> hey, sometimes you get sometimes you get away with one. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. They went uh, Buffalo Wild Wings on that one to extend the match. So they just wanted to see more wrestling, which uh, I think we're we're all in support of.
1: Yeah, and then uh, you know obviously when we brought this up yesterday, but um, so one of the guys and Bader posted about this, but one of the other guys that uh, Brent beat at. Senior Nationals was Gregor Gillespie, mm-hmm. who would go on to, obviously, win an NCAA title a couple years later. But I, th- I think it just speaks to the level that those guys were wrestling at as seniors in high school. And that was a time where UWW juniors wasn't nearly as popular. And had it been, maybe we would have gotten to see these guys competing against some of the college guys. But it's pretty obvious. You know, Justin Slater wins an NSA title 11 months later, right? That's so it, it's pretty evident that they were on that level and maybe you know, maybe we would have gotten a, a glimpse into that had we seen them wrestle at the UWW Juniors at that point in time, but it wasn't nearly, um, you know, people did it, but it wasn't like a big deal like it is now.
2: Right, right. Dake did a similar thing. He won senior nationals and then NCAAs, you know, less than a year later as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah,
1: so, uh, no, I thought it was awesome. I loved it. Um, kind of tripped down memory lane for me, so really enjoyed it.
2: Well, good. Um, many others did as Bayner
0: well. tweeted, too, that uh, they did have their baby girl yesterday, too.
2: Oh, my gosh. So, literally, on the due date, they had the child. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Big day. I wonder if he watched it.
1: Imagine, I don't know. You guys didn't it. give
2: him an advanced screening copy? No, that thing was being edited up to the day. Oh, so you almost did get fired. It was close. Within a week. This <laughs> is it was, it was a tight so one. So, Brett...
1: Brent was this comfortable with you guys putting it out with uh before he saw it?
2: Yeah. Did you get an advanced screening?
1: I think I did by like one day, I believe.
2: Yeah. But I don't think it was so not, for the not, purpose not of super like far. I yeah, but you trusted us. You weren't gonna like Yeah. Well it was Mark
1: Bader. I you gotta trust Mark Bader.
2: Yeah. Well I think probably Brent Metcalf reached the same conclusion. That's the whole point of these. We don't try to make mm. anyone we don't do a film on someone we're trying to make look bad. It's kinda like the whole Yeah whole point of them mm-hmm. all right so glad you enjoyed it uh if you haven't watched we're not like gonna delete it or anything it's gonna be <laughs> we're gonna leave it up well we talked about it we're gonna leave it up on the site so you can still watch it though many of you already have hey real wrestling news more wrestling news as we mentioned yesterday announcement about juniors u23s it came out yesterday november 14th and 15th in omaha nebraska <laughs> i believe they said uh yes very exciting news because, man, I think we're going to see a lot of really high caliber wrestlers. I think a lot of the the big schools are going to send guys for match time. For all the reasons we discussed yesterday, uh, now they have a yeah. date to train for. There's plenty of time to lead up for that. And really the questions become, you know, who is going to enter? What big matchups are we going to have? And the biggest potential one I can see is one that. I think Gable kind of teased. He's like, "Hey, I still am junior eligible." And we all know Kirkfleet. I believe is still junior eligible. So could we see yes. the match we were kind of hypothesizing about last week? Could We see that in, mm-hmm. in November, Gable versus Kirkfleet. Because I don't, I don't think we're going to see Kirkfleet in the Penn State varsity lineup this year. Probably.
1: My yeah, guess. I got ru- I got room, pretty good rumors that uh, Penn State's going to redshirt a, ho- a lot of guys. I believe you guys have mentioned before as well. Yeah. But I've heard, I've been hearing it also. But yeah. so what does that look like? Are they just going to forego? I mean, they're just going to say, do they think the season's not going to happen? Or are they just going to say, you know, as bad as we finish is,
2: is whatever? I, I think they're just going to be, I, I think they probably think the season's going to happen. But, you know, just like they did in the 2014 15 season, they're going to set themselves up for another run. I keep everyone's well, let me going.
1: ask. Okay, let me ask you this, Christian. So, then like down low, brought Roman's got uh, a red shirt, Nick Lee's got a red shirt. So, if you redshirt those two, and I, I do believe that um, Robbie Howard, Bo Bartlett are they're actually at college, correct? Yes, like they've there. enrolled at Penn State University, they, so they seem to be enrolled. You, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if you bring Roman and uh, Nick Lee back, you'd have to imagine that one of those guys, you know, obviously, someone there's gonna end up on the bench.
2: Uh, or do you, well, or do
1: you wrestle them both as two freshmen? Do you cool. wrestle them both that,
2: no, and then Richard just, next year? They could. I feel like hasn't has it not been said that they can? Everyone can take a take a year and it won't count for their eligibility. That was
0: not for winter athletes. Oh. That was for fall, right now.
2: Yeah, that's not for. Yeah, that's for fall. Well, they'll they'll have to do some juggling, I'm sure. But you know, Roman could take some of these guys could qualify for Olympics. I don't know if Roman that would apply to Roman, but like Robbie. His his year could be an Olympic. Um, okay. About maybe Romans. I think there's ways they could they could juggle it so that they're not um, they're not mm. impacted in that way. I don't see I don't see Robbie Roman Bartlett or Nick Lee having to sacrifice a year anymore. They're going to work that out. Whether it's guys okay. going up down red shirt whatever. Okay. That's my that's my opinion. So, I don't think there's any way one of those guys is. Has a bench here.
1: So if Penn State red Shirts, everyone who's feasible, too. And this is who I think they can do. They I think they could do the two we mentioned. They could do um, Aaron Brooks and Kirklet.
2: Who else can they? I think that's it, right? No one else? Uh, they can't do Beard. They can't do Staraki. They, they can't do Joe Lee. Uh, I think that's probably can't do, it.
1: I Brady Berge, but he's—I don't want to say he's a non-factor Kurt, at this point. Kirk I
2: don't—I don't know what the situation is with Kirkley. It seems like he's not—he's not enrolled or something—something something different there.
1: So then he, it would be an Olympic redshirt.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, he could take an Olympic. Yeah,
1: he could. So I mean, without those four, how many NCAA points does Penn State score? Hmm. Yeah, it will, it will be a I down mean, year. I mean will finish high, I would think. Uh you I think, think Beard he's a could four-timer. do okay. I think Siroki is gonna be in the finals. Yeah. You picked no you picked yeah. no. You picked him to win. Uh did I I picked him to beat Kemmerer? I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. I think like, maybe we said Kemmer's gonna, Kemmerer's gonna go up but I, I think I picked him against Karchlin in the finals or something like that. Okay, yeah.
2: Well that that'll be uh a great match. Um yeah, I th- I think he's I think he's a top 3 guy as well. Beard could be a top he could, he could place. I I don't know if he's a champion. And I think 197 is actually going to be a pretty tough and deep weight class. But, you know, who Joe, yeah, this is maybe a top 10 team if they redshirt all those guys and they could be in title contention if they wrestled everyone.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. So, so that Iowa just runs away with it, or is there anyone that's going to challenge? Because I gotta assume some of Michigan's guys
2: are going to redshirt, also. I think so too. I, yeah, so that's just I, mean, I was going yeah. to score.
1: There, there's not. A Can team... they set a record? Can they set a record?
2: That's that's the interesting thing because if everyone is like keeps their foot off the gas, and then Iowa ramps up, there's a there yeah. is a chance they could have a they could push for it now would it be the best team ever i'm not go i wouldn't go there but well they could beat the record christian okay so oh yeah so i mean well the best so statistically speaking
1: the best team would be the team that scores the most amount of points now you could say obviously there's an asterisk by it because what do you mean well just because you statistically speaking there's no way to compare the 2018 state team and the 1987 iowa team you can't make them wrestle right Right. so then you got to say well, based on the same format, who scored the most points in the is, and kinda of just you kinda of just have to accept that.
2: I mean, don't you? Well, no. You don't have to accept it. it why is, not? It is the what? I mean, it's the I don't know, why not?
1: I, I mean, mean it's a like Christian bit of sports if you debate. You got a base you got a baseball shirt on. If one guy hits 400, 406 and the other guy hits three ninety, you can't say, Well, the three ninety guy's better. He just had Better pitchers against them, or something crazy.
2: Well, the the Great field accept it. The field matters. There's 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 a lot of factors. Uh, I mean, I don't know. No one. I don't think anyone thinks the seventy two Dolphins are the greatest football team of all time. But they're the only ones that went undefeated. Okay, they're the football. only NFL team that went okay. undefeated. They won all the regular okay. season games, sixteen and zero, and then won the Super Bowl. Very few people think that's the greatest team of all time.
1: Yeah, but in, but in wrestling you have this tournament at the end of the year, which you know statistically scores every single person on your team, and so it's a better aggregate. I mean, football obviously, you know, things can go a different way very, very easily. Sure, you know, like baseball. I mean, I brought baseball because baseball is very you know statistics heavy, right? You have numbers. I mean, if a guy hits three ninety, he has at about five hundred bats over the course of a season, so you have a good idea. You know, kind of the same thing with wrestling uh at the, at the NCAA tournament it's a very statistical analysis of what your team can can do or can't do
2: I agree it it, it gets you in the conversation but I think once there there's a lot of debate of what the what the greatest teams of all time are and yes they put up monster scores at the NCAA tournament but I don't think it's I mean 97 Iowa has the record right and that yes. probably is I said 80, I said 87 accidentally Right, but there. There is a team in the uh, which well, there's another Iowa team that's that's up there as well, and then there, of course you have some of the Oklahoma State teams are right there, and then yeah, really a, an interesting one is 17 Penn State when you consider they had Soriano, and there's a chance he could have won, but he was hurt that year. right? Seriously, that team was yes. was ridiculous. So I don't know. Um, anyways, if the field is down. And everyone's sitting their guys. They're gonna have better. They're gonna have a much better chance at It's kind of like man yeah. the, the way the '84 Olympics Olympic champions are. Yeah, famous. it's true. It's fair, right? Okay. Yeah. And now, and everyone so you, says, yeah, "Oh, it's... he's an Olympic champion." But '84, right? That's like.
1: Yeah. I, so you wouldn't say, but you wouldn't say that the uh you know, because the '84 U.S. Olympic team won the most amount of medals. That's the best Olympic team ever. You would never say that. So yeah, right? that's fair. Okay. Yeah. yeah, You're right.
2: Okay. So, uh, do you want to talk a little about who do we think may enter the junior U23 mix? I'm kind of, I kind of have, to, yeah. I have you know how we can, Christian?
1: Hmm. Oh, I, well, I was thinking because you said, you know, we don't know exactly what age guys are. I was thinking if we went back, what's it, three years? So that's 20, what's it, a 2017 UWW cadets, we would know kind of who's in that age bracket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone in that. I mean, obviously, you could have someone added to that. you know what I'm saying? Like, if they got better over the course of time. But there would be no one that would be too old in
2: that bracket. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Um, I just pulled up the NCA rankings. Um, I think that would be. Oh, talking about NCAA rankings? I thought we were talking about U20, uh, U20. We are. We are. But I'm saying, if you want to look at, oh. like, a pool of guys that we think could enter, that either juniors or U23s, it would probably be probably them. I know there would be some high school guys or, or some redshirt guys in the mix. But just for the purpose of just coming up with some names. Um, but yeah, go go for it.
1: Okay. Well, see, I'm, I'm trying to find the, U, uh, the U20s for 2017. I'm trying to find that. Oh man. Is it on Floor Arena? Yes. It is, okay. Well, I'm gonna go search that. Like when we'll we see out. someone
2: like Pat Glory yeah. enter the field, I'm, I'm just starting low and work. Well, we're
1: talking about U23 or U20, because there's no way he's U20.
2: Yeah, yeah, e- either. I'm saying either.
1: Okay uh so what's that is it may was it may of may of 17 right yes i
2: think sometimes yes. it's
1: in boom sometimes it is in june yes it is not it's not on florida may of 17 so i'll go june of 17. boom june of 17. world team trials no this is the real world team trials okay here we go results this would be a fun look back see who won too okay uh placers uh let's see uww cadet freestyle the smallest weight class was cole skinner over over chance lamer man are they uh God, are they still wrestling i don't know where cole skinner's at Nor that...
0: sure that's not cadets
1: this, that's yeah there's cadets for. yeah oh yeah so i'm saying at this, at so this year of cadet would now be uh, you know, there's no way they could be aged out of um, aged out of UWW juniors.
2: I mean, it's 30, 30, 39 <laughs> kilograms, Ben. That's ridiculous.
1: Thirty nine, two forty two. So that's yeah. that's one hundred one pounds,
2: maybe or somewhere in there.
1: Beast mode. Um, beast mode. We, yeah, we, I mean, we, we need Kurt McHenry
2: in the mix. Let's let's get out of thirty nine to forty two weights. Let's talk about guys yeah. that are going to be actually in contention for things. Um, yeah. Julie so, Tagg? Is he st- Yeah, Tag's really good. I could see him uh in the mix. Mastro, oh. um, moving up to mm-hmm. fifty-four. Robbie Howard, Cannon from Blair, Tesky. Camacho is someone I would like to see. A Camacho of this field, yes. I think, has ad- advanced to the to the highest level. Is he is he in this age bracket? He's I'm um, I'm looking at the cadet freestyle. What weight class are you seeing him at? Fifty-four.
1: Oh, could every? Oh, oh you scrolled down. I you scrolled down too fast. Got it.
2: Yeah, I'm not, I'm um, not hanging into the lightweights.
1: Don't be a bully. Uh, what about the? What about Decatur?
2: Ah, uh, they probably wrestle in it, right? You'd have to think. You would think so. He's he's out. He's absolutely outstanding. Andrew Alirez. How about this? How about Wait, Decatur tech is- t- t- Andrew Aliras in uh, in the quarters? How interesting is that? Think how that, far yeah. Aliras has come. Mm-hmm. And he would be a guy Wait, in the mix. Uh, at am that- I
1: on the wrong year right now, Christian? Because would- here's I have I have Jordan Decatur at first place, and I don't see Andrew Aliras in the top six. Um. I have a I have Decatur beating Manville in the final. Look, I'm looking. At, I'm not looking Bez, at the
2: places. Yeah, that's what happened. But look in the quarters. Look at the bracket.
1: Oh, in the quarters, gotta go. Okay, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. Also, is this the wrong year? Because Keegan's oldest year he took um, fifth place. So now I feel like now I feel like I'm on the wrong year. Damn it, we're totally messing this up. No, it was 2017.
2: No, you're right, man. That's right.
1: Where, where's Keegan at?
2: I don't I don't know.
1: Well I'm telling you, he's the oldest age junior right now. This this year, in twenty twenty, he is a junior. And which means he'll be the oldest age cadet, but he's not in this bracket. I don't know. This says oh twenty
2: seventeen. Alright, can we keep going? Hmm. Or should we just move yeah, on? Yeah, we
1: keep I, I am I am totally dumbfounded, but we can keep going.
2: Um Bracky's trying to Racky's trying to look at Sammy Sasso. Sammy Sasso is kid, is junior eligible this year. Okay. Yes. We'd love to see mm-hmm. him. Kevon Davenport, I would like to see. Gallagher. Teamer would be awesome. Oh, my gosh. Teamer. Hey, is Brayton still? Brayton's got to be. Yeah. No, him, wait, him. Wait, no, no he's a year older. Yep, he's out. Man. He's older for sure. I'd love another Sasso. Mm-hmm. And Lee match. Uh, okay, so we can see some of those yeah. guys. Travis
1: Willick beat Aaron, uh, Aaron Brooks. That's a big one. did but they probably oh, won't boy. be the same weight class. Obviously, no. uh, Willick like if he competes, he'd be at. Uh, would he go down to seventy four?
2: Probably. You think or what? Seventy four. I mean, is there going to be a seventy nine? so, I could see him doing I, that. I don't. I don't think Brooks yeah, would maybe do seventy nine. Brooks would do probably eighty six. Hayden Robb, Will Luan was the final. Back there, Frannik Gissendanner. What happened to Frankie Gissendanner?
1: Yeah, where'd he go? I
2: don't know. I think he went to Ryder.
0: He did. He went to Ryder.
2: But I think that was the end of that story. Um, Huh. (laughs) Kennedy. Keckheisen at 76. How big is he now?
1: Yeah. Pat Parker's wrestling. He'll wrestle 86. Nice. He's doing good. Yeah, Travis
2: Whitlake, Julian Ramirez, Aaron Brooks, Brooks. So, pl- Brooks.
1: Plot's not Plot's not in any of these brackets. So, I got to assume Plot's going to compete also. Wouldn't you think?
2: He's definitely junior eligible. Is he healthy? Mm-hmm.
1: I I don't know. How about Ferrari?
2: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what was What was that? I don't know. Did he, uh, did he Did he wrestle any relevant matches in the last year? No. No. I he thought he had injury last year. Well, I don't know, but he entered this one thing and just partied on a bunch of kids that are, like, not even... Where, where did he do that? He went to some tournament where someone as good as AJ Ferrari should probably not be. <laughs> but he was just, like, destroying kids.
0: And by the way, Ben, Keegan was fifth in 2018.
2: So he must have two...
1: I guess Keegan's got two years left. I guess I aged him a little bit.
2: Well, yeah, I th- that did sound sort of young to me. He's only... This is his first year at college, right? Yeah, he's oh yeah, he's still a high school kid.
1: That, well, I'm thinking he's in his first year of college because he's actually oh in college because we're wet. Oh my gosh, I'm Man. a freaking mess. And you gotta get it. Well, together. it's not my fault that they're doing the UWW Junior Trials in November instead of freaking <laughs> April. Very normal. Very normal.
2: Lucas Davison would yes. be a fun guy in the mix. Mm-hmm. Wow, Ryan Carroll Caroli—that's a throwback. Is he still at UNC? Did he ever go to UNC? I thought he was at Northwestern. No, he he d. De- he decommitted and recommitted.
0: Wow. He went to North Carolina.
2: He went to North Carolina.
0: I don't know if he's still there. He did make it there for a while, though. He's still there. He's still on the roster.
2: All right. There it is. Malvern, okay. PA. Uh, 85 to 100. I don't know why it said that for this weight class. Yeah, I don't know why they
1: they, they do that. for, And they did that for 39 through 42 also. Yeah. I'm not really sure why they do it that way.
2: Daniel Gregory Kirkfleet. Yeah, I would love to see him. And then 125. Well, I don't know those guys. Jordan Ernest, but not to be confused with Jordan. I don't know. Ernest I don't Rose. know him either. Jack Dell, Dell Garbino. I am not. Familiar. Don't know him either. I don't know. I don't know a single top seven guy. Maybe I've seen this Eli. Oh,
0: that's on you.
2: You know all these guys?
0: Jordan Ernest is an NCAA qualifier for a high university. Oh, so for real? <laughs> He's a Bobcat. Yeah.
2: Uh we're we're well, we qualified for the
0: NCAA championship, so
2: all right. Well I'm very sorry. to Jordan Ernest, but not Jordan Ernest, bros. Okay. I don't know if that was the best way to do this, but it was a way. Yeah,
1: we we should actually had a list of uh we should have had a list of who's gonna show up and that would have been much better, but we don't well, have that
2: <laughs> if we had that list.
1: <laughs> that would be awesome. Because usually honestly every year the, the um the juniors is one of my favorite events every year because it's like who who's gonna make that jump to the next level um you know who is good at the high school level but who's going to make the jump to if you win juniors you're college you're gonna be college good yes so every year that's one of my favorite events and uh yeah we got robbed of it this year and we're gonna get to see it here in a couple months now um so it'll be fun to see where everyone's at and who we get to end of the tournament i, I have to assume it's gonna be a lot of
2: people yes we're maybe getting unrobbed of that excited hopefully people register you know before like two days before so we can do cool content about it but everyone thinks it's the most fun thing to just, you know.
0: The high school kids usually get in pretty early.
2: Yeah. But the June, the college. Yeah,
0: because the colleges high. just wait around and then just wait around. put all their kids in at the same time.
2: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on. That failed. Yeah. Let's go to Pac-12. <laughs> Huge fail. Uh, Pac-12. Cracky, you're our college football news correspondent. If not you, who? What's going on with the Pacific 12 conference?
0: Uh, so, as we've talked a lot about, they they just pretty much do whatever the Big Ten does. It's so um, pathetic. <laughs> Imagine,
2: like, whoa, what are you guys going to do?
0: So, when the Big Ten yes. announced air comeback coming back last week, all the attention turned to the Pac-12. And for the longest time, Larry Scott, the Pac-12 commissioner, was just like, well, it's all the local governments. They won't, like, all the California schools, they can't even have groups of more they than 20, 25 yeah. together and all this stuff. Well, then, literally... But the rams like professional teams have uh a pass like the baseball teams in california have a pass the football mm. teams in california have a pass so uh when all the noise with big 10 started happening about coming back uh news from the government of california was like yeah they got my blessing the colleges can come back as long as they're following these guidelines doing it safely really yes and but then it was like okay well we have all these wildfires and like, Oregon wouldn't be allowed outside because the air quality is so bad right now. Um, <laughs> they, 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 they wouldn't be able to practice to right now. We got
1: and terrible air quality? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's
2: on fire.
0: So, like, a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, Oregon was supposed to play, like, this has been off for a long time, but if nothing would have happened, the schedule said Ohio State goes to Oregon, like, second week of the season. Well, the game wouldn't have happened because of the air quality. Like, they couldn't have played outside if... Yeah, it sucks. But anyways, so they have all these challenges. A lot of the schools aren't even bringing any kids back at all right now, like for classes. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a it's a total mess. They they are supposedly trying to decide in the next week what they're going to do, but there's absolutely no way they can be back by the time the Big Ten is, which Big Ten's coming back October twenty fourth, um, because that,
1: that means uh, that means their first game, Grand D, yes. or does that mean their practice? No, first game. First game.
0: They didn't, wow. and that's that's kind of the big distinction is when their season got postponed, they were still, you were still allowed to practice 20 hours a week, and the Big Ten, every Big Ten mm. school did, and was got still, it. like, working out, conditioning everything. No, yep. like, no Pac-12 school did, because like, a lot of them couldn't even have kids on campus, and even if they did, they couldn't have these workouts with more than 15 to 20 guys at a time, um, so they weren't doing anything, so a lot of their coaches are like for us to try to be ready to go by the end of October or even like November is just insane and not gonna happen. Yes. Um it's I don't I don't foresee them coming back until like maybe December, but then like at that point is it even worth it?
1: Well, I, I mean I just saw that uh I think I saw this one of the NCAA approved women's volleyball for like a January start or something. I mean, that's the thing with these college sports is a little different. than High school, high school, obviously a lot of kids play multiple sports, but in college is relatively rare. So you can kind of just pluck them in wherever you want to a certain extent.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so big, um, be, be interesting. They're, they're in a, they're in a tough spot and where they are in the country makes it even tougher. And yes. obviously it it'll have some impact on wrestling. To what degree, I don't know, but just keeping you updated there.
0: I mean, what what does help is they will have the. They were actually at the first conference to announce the daily antigen testing, um. So they they're gonna have that, and that's gonna be a key component. But they not only said no football, and they or no fall sports, but they were like nothing until January one
2: right which Mm -hmm. means
0: all like they did that before anybody else so they were saying no college basketball which is supposed to start november 25th um no wrestling no anything now it looks like wrestling's not gonna start till january 1 anyways but um they might reverse course on at least like the basketball version if they have this daily antigen testing
2: okay so that's football digest uh (laughs) let's go let's keep it with bracky let's ride the hot hand we, as promised every thursday now oh, yeah. we discover the existence of aliens and have one live well, on the show come and explain their purpose we're gonna have an alien hour what ben
1: brecky tell me this wasn't the cia going to announce like a month ago that the aliens existed
0: we thought we're so, so a long, more than that it was longer than that yeah. ago okay yeah.
2: everything within the corona sphere was two weeks ago yeah so that's <laughs> sure, it doesn't feel like that <laughs> that's that is literally how it feels it was probably we'll probably look back and like, wait, that was April. <laughs> oh, shoot.
0: <laughs> um okay. So today, we're going to do one that is kind of native around here to Texas. Uh-oh. Um Close to home. maybe not native, but has has been seen here and uh, impacted Texas. Um but chupacabra. Feel like we it's a good one. We haven't wow. really talked about it much. This is a classic cryptid. Yeah, it is. And although it is a classic, it's really only been around since about the mid 1990s was when they first started being reported. And of course they started in Puerto Rico and chupacabra, of course, of course. <laughs> he
2: said, of course uh, they started in Puerto Rico. Well, as we all know, it's
0: common knowledge, you know, <laughs> um, but chupacabra literally translate to, um, I think it's like goat sucker. Cause it just, cause what happened was these goats in Puerto Rico just started being attacked by some kind of animal. And they had puncture marks, but their bodies were still there. Like none of the meat was eaten. And just- there's What? A, yes, there's no blood. It's just puncture marks. The body's still there. And like, they, I uh, watched an episode of, of Monster Quest to kind of refresh my memory. On uh On, Chupacabra. on Chupacabra, yeah. It, it was a show on the history- Monster
2: Quest? Yeah, it was a show they- on the
0: History Channel. And they like sought out to try to prove or disprove these urban legend myths cryptids and they did one on chupacabra and they're talking to a lot of these farmers they're like i mean he's like our farm animals get killed sometimes that's what happens but a lot of times or most of the time the body's moved it's like we find it elsewhere like they Mm -hmm. take it they move it and it's like you clearly see something ate it So they're
2: very big oh you're saying when they're normally killed right yes
0: so that's why they're like it's really weird that it was just left here and not taken away it and is. no meat was eaten off of it yeah um so and and it's really weird tyler has a picture here because then it stuff began oh my God. stuff <laughs> began to like move over to the united <laughs> states but this is where this is where it's really interesting so the picture <laughs> hold up before, stop this laughing has been stop tyler, this
1: has been around for a while i remember my friend jeff i talking about the chupacabra when i was in college okay yeah that was a while ago
0: now the one on the left is what the the one on the left is what the majority of people in puerto rico describe as the chupacabra okay but the one on the right is what everyone in the u.s says it is kind of like a dog coyote hybrid right the one on the left i absolutely believe is just people like sensationalizing this in puerto rico um but the one on the right is what people have seen here in texas and they've actually uh killed here in Texas um so that was what was cool about this episode of monster quest is they had three wow. they had three different um people that had killed this dog coyote type thing why,
1: why why don't they have it then
0: well they do have it they do have it and they, they had the stuff body. they, they took the body. yeah and yes yes Tyler has a picture of one of them what is,
2: it's Tyler, not super. It you sure it's not from the Pokemon? It's not. It's, it's not, not, not from the Pokemon. I'm <laughs> positive. What the heck? Oh, what is that? Yeah, exactly. That's a deer. That was Looks a like deer some deer. Sort. a, deer. That <laughs> That's a, a deer. deer.
0: That's a deer. That's a deer. a deer. What are <laughs> yeah. you talking
2: about? That That's a, a white-tailed deer. So, what That's I, a deer.
0: what I like about Monster Quest is they took. And the other one, the other two are kind of gross looking. I don't want to show those. That's the most. Like, That's not
2: gross looking. Oh no, the other two, the other two are, other
0: two are much gross, gross looker than that. I don't want to show one. them.
2: Put it up. Put Let it me up. see the preview, and then I'll I'll, I'll green light it <laughs> or, or thumbs down it. All right.
0: Well, what I like, yeah. What I like about Monster Quest is they took um, DNA and like skin tissue and and teeth from these three that were found and sent them to like university labs and mm. were like, can you identify this? And so all of them were like, it's something in like the canine family. Um, but it's not a breed of canine that we have on record.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Um, it's not, what, what do you think about those pictures? We can show them. Okay. They're,
1: well, oh, let me see. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, oh yeah. It's so bad. There's another picture of National Geographic of a chupacabra. If National Geographic is talking about, it, it's gotta be true
2: what on earth
0: so they're essentially like this isn't a coyote it's not a known canine that we know of but we think it's in that family and so they were maybe speculating it could be some kind of wild dog that maybe uh bred with a coyote but the same kind of things happening is the farm animals are just coming up with just puncture wounds and then uh the blood is drained out of them but it's interesting chupacabra not as elusive as like bigfoot or
1: mothman not even close well it but sounds he's... like it actually exists though because it does oh my it, goodness it does do you have this one that's hold on how can i send you a picture i'm looking go to te- uh, i'm gonna send you a link right now because the there, there's a good looking one uh, the on this website okay hold on i'm putting it good in the dock one. right now
0: a <laughs> good looking one it's it's, a, well it's adorable stuff, this
1: this <laughs> This lady stuffed it and put it in like her house or something.
2: Oh, here we go. <laughs> now we got lady stuff. Uh, this would happen in Texas. I think it's Joe Exotic had Star like Legend. a chupacabra case.
0: Someone said. Someone said in the chat, "That's a coyote with mange." No, it's not because all three scientists were like, "I've never seen a case of mange like this." Like one, they had <laughs> one of uh, they had uh, they had one of the uh, lead veterinarian um, people at Texas A and M, which is a great veterinary school, oh, uh, on the show. And she was like, this is not mange. I've never seen mange like this before. So, you're wrong, Jay yeah, Brissini. Okay.
2: Sorry,
1: Jay. So, Kyle, I don't feel like this is an alien or cryptid. I feel like this is, like, a real thing that exists. Ben, nope. all
0: the things I talk about are real and totally exist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. The Alaskan Triangle. Okay, Kyle.
0: The Alaskan
2: Triangle is real, too. Yeah, it is a real thing. People way. disappear and die. And planes disappear. All right
1: sure
2: they do this thing so wait but here's what i don't understand of all of all the things they find this thing i'm I'm trying to envision the attack and this thing just literally just bites onto a goat and just sucks its blood out and that's it it doesn't incapacitate it or i, I, I don't, don't i just don't it understand. just like
0: gets in the jugular it's always like in the neck area really yeah
2: man dracula status what, what what do we make of this, Ben? We know Kyle's. You know, is it? I mean, I think it's a end. real thing. I think it's just an animal. I don't think it's, it's just I, an animal. I mean, well, I okay, think it's, just... why is it baffling science everywhere? Put the put the one up.
1: I mean, it's just a new animal. We gotta we gotta have new animals at some point in history, right? Put yeah. the one. Yeah, okay. Tyler's getting the one that I. Yeah, look at this one. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to mess with that guy.
2: Yeah, it's just like it. a dog. Just the dog that sucks the blood. And a few yeah. people
0: maybe speculated that because uh, there's apparently a breed of dog called the Mexican hairless dog, and none of the ones that they had in Texas were that.
2: Were the Mexican hairless dog. really? So they found well, something. The Texas? Mexican hairless dog. It no, bred they with test, like, the three a wolf things that were killed that uh-huh.
0: the people were saying were chupacabras, they com- like they the scientists ruled out that those were not Mexican hairless dogs. Dang it! Yeah,
2: we'll never know. Okay, well.
0: So if you're, I remember two of the cities in Texas, it was Pollock, Texas, and then Elmendorf, Texas, which, and the, and what was kind of crazy about it is, uh, is they're not close to each other. Like Elmendorf and Pollock were like 200 miles from each other. Um, so we got two Bacabras in Texas, man.
2: Jeez. Keep your dogs indoors so they, uh, and your goats. They're expanding. They're gonna, they're gonna be in Austin in no time. I know. Yep. <sighs> Probably not. And the, I think we're only allowing Californians move to Austin now at this point. About all, <laughs> about all that comes here. People are very excited that Joe Rogan's here, uh, now, Ben. They think that we're gonna be able to like bust into some, Yeah. Like you would collab. <laughs> I bet with us.
1: Joe believes in chupacabras, for sure. Well for sure. He should. For sure. <laughs> I mean he's got that one really strange um stuffed uh, I don't even know what you would call it. You guys know what I'm talking about? It's like a werewolf oh, yeah, sort of thing.
2: Looks looks demonic.
1: I actually just had another uh, really big time podcaster tell me he's not from California, but he told another large city and told me he's thinking about moving to Austin. Who's that? You guys, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell his private business on the radio.
2: (laughs) I will. Yeah, Rocky, will you tell anyone? I'm not gonna tell anyone. (laughs) You can text Um, me after the show, man. Austin
1: seems like it's gonna get too crowded, though. I mean, you guys are just gonna—it's already so busy with the traffic congestion. Man, traffic's not that bad.
2: That's a that's a bigger urban myth than the than the Chupacana. Whatever,
1: Austin traffic. That's almost as bad as. Well, it's uh, not like
2: Manitoba, Jakar- you know, Jakarta, Indonesia. That, no, come on. It's not <laughs> that bad.
0: I heard on a radio commercial, and it could have just been whatever this commercial was, just making this up. But they claimed a hundred people move here every ten minutes.
1: Mm. Hundred every ten minutes. So how many? I that heard would it was be? every day. Six, Six hundred an hour that would be like twelve thousand per day. Yeah, I don't think That's so. Possible.
2: Twelve thousand people a day? No, that is not possible.
1: Well hold on, let me do the math on this. How that many seems possible that? to me, man. Twelve
2: thousand people. That a seems day? possible. No. To Austin? No.
1: Yeah, you're right. That's 4.3 4. million a year. Good call. Yeah, it's, sure. not, it's not happening, guys. <laughs> I don't know, no, man.
2: Have you seen not Mopac happening.
0: in
1: 35? <laughs>
2: yeah! There's not 4.3 <laughs> million new people there a year. The traffic has not gotten worse since I've been here. I moved here in 2016.
0: Maybe it was 100 a day.
2: Yeah, maybe 100. That just
0: doesn't sound like that much. I'm going to go with 100 every 10 minutes. Right,
1: 100 every 10. 100, 100 a day is only
2: 36,000. That's not very much either. That, that maps.
0: Yeah, 169 a day.
2: 169 a day, perfect. Nice. That's that's a nice nice round number. All right. Um, Got it. So, that's that. You want to go to some some, some questions, Ben? I, I don't think we have anything else to talk about
1: besides questions from friends. Is there any wrestling <laughs> events going on this weekend? Because uh, I don't think there is. Uh, What's going on?
2: No. I'm I don't know of any. I don't know of any. I was kind of making sure I didn't. It's a, no, I don't think there's anything going. But on. we have
1: two weekends till who's number one, and then oh, after yeah. that we have the U.S. Open. So then we're
2: we're kind of a little bit set for a while. We're gonna be cooking, brother. And we got the yes. eight man working on that.
0: Do they have any two more 31? updates there?
2: No updates there. Um, but oh, really? I thought you were gonna give us another person today. Well, me too. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> That's why Come I said on. it. Get it done. She's a I know it. Um, all right. Oh yeah, actual cannibal. I don't know if we should, um, you know, we, we're giving an actual cannibal a lot of FRL playtime, but, you know, whatever. He asked if, if he's our neighbor, will we will we force our way into Joe Rogan's studio? I don't think it works like that. Also, no one knows where it is. Ben could probably find out, though.
1: Um, he
2: knows Joe Rogan.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's got to become public knowledge at some point, doesn't it? Or I guess you can keep it a secret.
2: Austin, for he, I mean, there's a lot of things you could call Austin, Texas that are like not yes. downtown, right? It's kind of sure, sure. There's a lot of width, so. it's huge. Yes, it's big. So he could be somewhere in an undisclosed location. I'm, I'm,
1: you could do a property taxes search unless he maybe holds the building under a shell corporation or something.
2: We could go, uh, we could go FMI. FOIA. Yeah, we could FOIA. Any Any problems we're trying to solve, FOIA is an option. John
0: Kozak <laughs> said that I ran Premier League starting October 1.
2: Okay.
1: Oh, my. Don't get me started on Iran.
2: Yeah. I have a hard time getting excited. They're,
1: they're not things. in our good graces, John Kozak. Let's just say that
2: much. Well, let's just put it that way. Um. Okay. it's an interesting question, Bracky. Okay. If a Domino's delivery person accidentally went to the wrong house and it was a flow employee's house, which employee would be the most likely not to say anything and keep the pizza?
1: <laughs> now, well, that used to be an easy question because it definitely would have been uh, Nomad. matter. <laughs> for sure like a thousand percent <laughs> um <laughs> i think spay would love a nice domino <laughs> spay definitely would Spay seems like he's got a little bit of honesty to him like he might like initially yeah, think he it was a good idea honest. but then he might just he would, be like, like take it and then you cop to it
0: yeah i think he'd be like i didn't order this but i'll give you like the ten dollars yeah and like and i'm sure the pizza yeah. guy would be like whatever i know like, who
2: wouldn't you know who would send them packing is uh, is Coastal Elite New Jersey's uh, Mike Malinconico, he would say, ah, oh, mate. He is so, you know, about his food, Mike Mal. Very, very special. Well, so Mike he would...
1: Mal, he, he had Domino's issues, Christian, when we were in Austin. He ordered Domino's. It took him like two hours to show up after the freaking match.
2: Well, I guess he did order the Domino's. Yeah. So maybe he wouldn't. Wow. Very relatable, Mike Malinconico. He has very fancy food tastes. Does oh. he really? well not very fancy but you know he's very particular he has with really, certain items of he food he's a good diet he's very like this isn't good pizza you got to go to this place on wherever mm. in new jersey or new york kind of thing um
1: but he's right um, new york
2: new jersey pizza is is better
1: very good christian yes. what would Sion do
2: oh man what would Sion do he'd take it wouldn't he he would take it and not would, tip he would take it not tip <laughs> then, then he would go to dominoes.com dot com and complain about the service. Yeah, I don't know. See, yeah, I guarantee you, CM would be like, "I take it." <laughs> All right, uh, Brooks Wheelan, famous person. Long drive tomorrow. Any stories on who I think the most interesting wrestler of the '90s, Ray Brinzer? Do you know much about Ray Brinzer, Ben?
1: i don't know i mean i've had contact with him a few different times doing an angry angry fish club um but i have not had any you know like in-depth knowledge of him or, or anything like that just just funny stories is pretty much all i've heard and then been talking to him a few times
2: yeah the, the only stories that i remember i know there's so many one he didn't like to warm up and he would say yeah, wrestling's a martial art and any martial art, you should be able to just do it at any point in time. So <laughs> terrible, if someone, t- it's if, terrible. If, if someone attacks you on the street, you don't get to warm up. So therefore, That's it sounds tr- like he just didn't want to warm up and he was smart. So he yeah. just came up with the reason not to warm up.
0: That's kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah and then he
2: would just like, <laughs> as a kid, he would just like bum rides to tournaments and he would not have a coach. And he would sit Gumby in the corner and between periods, he would look yep. at the Gumby doll and like act like they told him to take neutral or down and he would listen to it um
1: those yep. are the stories Heard i down. know this is good, good. Ones. i mean i think obviously i was not watching wrestling in the 90s nor was it really feasible because you know, it yeah. was on tv or anything but obviously oh, wow. the brands brought the brands brothers were kind of magnetic to a certain extent um and that you know I don't want, you know what you want to exactly mean by most interesting, but you know I would say who the most people are interested in, and that would they would definitely have to be very, very, very far up there uh, in that category. Yes. Who else? Okay.
2: Who else was super interesting in the 90s? Well, we had a little Cale Sanderson in the 90s. Nah, was he more of the 2000s? He was more of the 2000s, but we had a little okay, in the yeah. 90s. A little bit. Um, who else would be interesting in the 90s? We should
1: have someone older come on and talk about this. Because <laughs> yeah. that's is a little beyond my era. There's
2: a bunch of youths. Okay, next uh-huh. question. Um, is there public access to the registration database for senior nationals? Think. You have
0: to have a USA Wrestling like, membership login there. membership thing, yeah. Yes. But if you do, yeah, and you can go look at it.
1: Okay. What well, was
2: Ben's reaction to RBY's Jorge comment?
1: I don't know why this dude's coming at me. Uh, you know, it's kind of immature on his part. I just threw a you know, my my take was he kinda of, he kind of beat up on DeSanto last year. So it was kinda of like uh, my my comment was like a dumb high school kid, you know, because when they when you post something on flow, all they say is DeSanto, 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 DeSanto.
2: Yeah. So
1: it's kind of in that in that vein. And then he wanted to come at me. So then I threw Gabe Tag at him because he couldn't even beat a high school kid when he was a sophomore in college. Yeah, <laughs> come at me, bro. Uh, you know what? The, I, I'm gonna, uh, you know, I almost had a, a dagger, and I almost said, like, you know, don't talk to me until you have a non-high school level title because uh, he hasn't won a title or anything since he's been high school age. Um, so then once he gets to be a grown man titles, they didn't come at me.
0: Well, the DeSanto, <laughs> it, it was no weird because the DeSanto match makes perfect sense like he really had the does. weird one with them in carver and then they had the close match of big tens and he won that he won that he won uh,
1: that he won yes so i don't know so, why he and then he talked tournament.
0: about it's interesting because he talked about DeSanto being one of his favorite wrestlers in the lead up to his match with jack Mueller. Yeah, you
2: weren't dunking on him no it he weren't dunk.
0: Du- you leg- Not at all. you legitimately offered up a, a Good match, him, and yeah. that was just a really weird response. I don't know if he thought you were trying to dunk on him, or but
1: what. you can't dunk on him with the person he beat twice last year. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's not a good. dunk. So yeah, that wouldn't be a good, <laughs> that wouldn't be a good dunk at all. Oh my goodness.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I thought
1: yeah, yeah that was weird. I don't I don't know what his problem was. I don't understand.
2: Sometimes I think people just want to use the, the George thing.
1: I mean, and it's not like, I'll, if you're gonna insult me, you could at least insult me with something. I mean, halfway intelligent, like come up with a Chris Pendleton or something to that effect. Like, I mean, my God, I've seen the George thing five million times by this point in time. It's not really offensive anymore. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh... But I
1: did not intend to be insulting whatsoever in the beginning. Uh, it was just kind of like, I was doing the high school kid thing where they comment the Santo to everything in this case it actually did make sense because of what we had uh what we just talked about
2: yes um no it made sense to me I, I would watch that match for sure I would love to see it in freestyle yes. as well let's get DeSanto in wrestling freestyle
1: okay. I mean I gotta feel like the Santo I'm sorry freestyle would lead even more that would lead even more towards RBY. you'd have to imagine there's no really reason why you'd give DeSanto a bigger edge in freestyle than folksle when he's never really competed in it
2: well there's one big reason. The edge go, go back and could watch. You he, he push him out that much, absolutely. Watch their folks watch their really? big 10 match. He moved RBY around the mat the entire big 10 match, yeah. But RBY could, could, I mean, but
1: in obviously in folk style, there's not really a huge rule against it, you know. It, well, or, you said it kind I, of is the stalling rule.
2: Uh, I, th- I think that's fair. I think I don't know if freestyle won. I think. RBY would have a par terre advantage because he's really good on top.
1: Huge. Um, yeah.
2: So I think that, but you know, I think from a neutral perspective, it gets a lot more interesting when he's not going to be able to float all that all that space without being punished. I think it's I think it's really interesting. I think RBY is pr- definitely the favorite there, but I think there are aspects yeah. of folk style to freestyle that help Desanto. There's also aspects that will harm him, especially if he gets taken down. If he gets doubled blown off his feet for four, that would be uh, highly problematic and something he wouldn't have to worry about in folk style. Yeah. And then, I mean, the, the other thing with guys who transition for, you know, at
1: a high level from freestyle to folk style, especially high volume leg attackers is sometimes they're not, um, super adept at like the tilt positions you know uh a chest wrap crotch lift those type of things and sometimes they're you know that you can take them over relatively easy because they just they don't have a feel for that yet
2: right that, that was something that i think we saw like Bo jordan had had some in the yes. one freestyle tournament we ever saw him enter. he got he got head pinched a little bit just shooting underneath which the santa would definitely yeah. shoot underneath right it's like yeah oh yeah high volume high register uh, I think Bracky's gonna enter.
0: It's telling me to register.
2: Enter what? Enter what? Senior,
0: Senior nationals.
2: nationals, dude. Right no, now, no, I gosh, think you would medal. <laughs> you would, you would, you would have a bye to like the semis at minimum. Let's see. Maybe, What's maybe this? Titan Mercury picks you up, dude. I don't know. If you shine here, actually, did I say wow. yesterday Titan Mercury's gonna register a bunch of people? Because they are. Um, so that's gonna happen. Don't know who yet. Oh, here's one. Jeez. I'd be top seven at 65 kilos. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's it? Michael Jaffe, that might okay. be a tough one. Luke Pletcher, I I think you can beat Pletcher for sure. Carter Young's in yeah. high school. Carter Young's in high school, so you might be able to turn him like you turned mm-hmm. Drake Ayala. So I've got you. I'm s- top
0: six at least. I don't know who Jesus Rosado is. I'm better than him, though. <laughs>
2: Oh my god. So now I'm fifth. Wow. Raggy's fifth. He's probably well, yeah. I'm
0: better than David Ortega. now I'm fourth.
2: Probably be, Yeah, it's probably okay. you I, hold in the I finals. have
1: a serious I have I have a serious question for you guys. Okay. Not not breaking the open. Um <laughs> with the U with the U20s, um I was thinking about initially cuz remember that way back when they were going to be September 11th. And right. I was going to push a whole bunch of my high school kids into that event because there was nothing else for them to compete in. But now with that being in November, you're obviously gonna have a whole bunch of folk style tournaments right previous, right? The Super 32, preseason nationals, et cetera, et cetera, are previous. So now I'm like, eh, high school kids, I'm not gonna really encourage them to go to U20s because we're not really gonna be training freestyle at all. Um, what do you guys think about that? Do you think some of the high schools are gonna say, I'm, I'm gonna to try to make the U20 team? Or you think the, you know, if it was two months earlier, the participation at the high school level would have been significantly bigger? What do you think?
2: What do you think, braggy?
1: I don't know.
0: Yeah, I. Don't, I could see that. I don't have a good, good read or feel on, feel on it. it though. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I feel similarly. Okay. okay. All right. Here's here's another one. Maybe we can get him on uh, FRL to to yell at each other. How does <laughs> freshman Kyle Dake do against senior year Brent Metcalf if he were to wrestle 149 that year?
1: Well, this guy's. Uh, He's got the wrong year because it happens to be sophomore year when Dick was 49.
2: He said if he were to wrestle 149 that year. If he were to.
1: Why would he do that? Why don't we just pick a <laughs> sophomore year? Okay, sure. Like, Christian, the 141 Kyle Dick is not
2: It's not competitive with the 149 Brent Metcalf, I don't think. Do you? Well, they're saying if he went 149 that true freshman year, how would he do? He was really big at the end of that year. Like he That's had, true.
1: But do you like, think that one's competitive or no?
2: <laughs> absolutely really he beat reese humphrey yes absolutely that's very no i feel like
1: no dake's gonna i'm gonna get a a text from kyle taking about 20 minutes i feel like that's like a six three six two you know he slows brent down but it's not really a competitive type match
2: uh i think top is interesting in that match i mean listen yeah i'm picking brent was that
1: 2009
0: 2010
2: 2010 um yeah he was really good on top I you know, I'm, I'm just saying. Okay,
1: so I think if you go I I think if you go the next year's Kyle Dake at one forty nine, um, you know, right? So you get give him a year to age and he's actually at one forty nine and you wrestle those two. Now I think that one's really competitive. But when Dake that freshman year, uh and even I would have a very hard time picking the next year's Dake against Brett Metcalf because he lost to Kevin LaValle and he lost to um Donnie Vincent. Oh, he lost two matches. Who, Donnie Vincent? So it's like you're going to uh, – you know, as good as Kyle Dick was that year, he still had those two losses. Um, you're going to take that guy to beat Brett Metcalf? I mean, Brett Metcalf doesn't have two losses that bad in his entire college career.
2: No, he doesn't. Um, yeah, who, but, who
1: are Brett Metcalf's college losses? Darian, Lance, Lance Palmer, Palmer. And that's the list.
2: Yeah, we just and Darian. the list. Yeah,
1: Darian twice. That's, yeah. that's it. I mean, those are –
2: those guys are amazing. Yeah, four-time – AA with, four-time Palmer,
0: AA national finalist
2: and uh, national champion. Yeah, so that's a pretty, pretty yeah. solid list. Short list, but solid. Yeah, I think it's just funny because Dake loses every hypothetical match, but he tends to win all real matches. It's just a fantastic well,
1: this game. is not this is not true, Christian. He's Seventy-four. Because, I know. yeah because Kyle and I picked uh, him to beat Burroughs, which instigated the argument, and you, oh, yeah. you made him lose.
0: Yeah, so you're welcome for that.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I almost forgot that whole thing. Okay. Um, all right, this is an interesting one. Uh, maybe you'll like this one. From Kurt Arnold Favorite takedown from the Mantis position, other than the Steber step over. Oh. And is it true Yanni it? told the kids at the Green Bay camp his weight for next season?
1: Okay, so, well, first of all, the steeper stepover comes from when a guy's hitting like like a single leg. Like, it was single. actually, yeah, it's not, not the Mantis. It was actually the move that the kid hit um, that when I threw my crutches this weekend when he pinned him. That was the mm-hmm. steeper over where you dump him and then you step. And Seth Gross does it really well also. Uh, so the Mantis, boom, here. Um, it's, for me, it's not that exciting of a position. It's just like you just got to be good at going one with them, you know, bounce, attack, bounce, attack, you know, shuck, and just moving a lot. Um, so I don't know that I said I would have a specific move and I was not actually at green Bay when Yanni was there. I saw him in Mequon. Uh, you know, he did a camp at one of our academies <laughs> and moved to another academy to camp there. And, uh, I did not have anyone tell me that he said that. Although I also didn't ask. Hmm. Okay. Yeah.
2: Go ahead and chase that you know, down. I don't believe he. Yeah. Can you run that down for us? I'll <laughs> the
1: coach right now. Um, uh, did, uh, yeah, but I don't believe he told anyone his weight when he was uh, at the Mequon Academy. I don't recall anyone
2: asking, though.
0: He going 49.
2: Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, that's, that's what I would guess. Jordan Tomey, Army West Point. Topple, uh, top couple of wrestlers you would not want to hit their most painful move on you, i.e. JB Double, Palmer Power Half, Steber Armbar, mm. Simmons Strangler, etc. I don't know, man. What are we thinking here? Well, I don't the Marinella
1: choke out. That'd be a, that'd be a good one. Oh I'd love yeah, to a pile the
2: three quarters.
1: <laughs> that is terrible. mean. That is it is well, not the three quarter. He doesn't do a three quarter. He does that. Why we call the defecator, which is way worse, shit because <laughs> yeah. you, jam, you, jam along, you you jam this bone up along. You jam that bone up along their neck right there. So the three quarters is more. You wrap your hand, you know, and you got to pull them down. Yeah, and so obviously against stronger guys, it doesn't work. It only works against guys who aren't that strong. Now, the defecator, you dig, you dig more in with this bone here, and you dig this bone right along their neck. So you, you, you kind of choke them a little bit, and that's why they're more likely to go over. Oh. Sometimes he just makes that's he people
0: does. just flip. They just do flips <laughs> yeah. over. It's yeah.
1: terrible. Because cause they think that's the way out because they know there's no other way out.
2: <clears throat> the only other way out is death
0: or crap or, in their or pants. defecation.
2: Yeah. Death, defecation, or roll, do a front roll like Nomad out of a ball and chain. Um, so, okay, that one is terrible. Uh, Austin Mays hit that really well. Also, It's kind of ooh. different, but you would do mm-hmm. it without – you know how, um, you know, the you know, little league practice, and you got to, like, scoop the leg, yeah. then you reach out and sink the, the three-quarter. He would just get out to the side and just freaking crank. Yeah. You
1: know? That's ridiculous. why the defecator, you don't need the leg all the time.
2: Yeah, because he's unconscious, mm-hmm. and it's just so much easier to flip over a completely choked-out um, body. Do you
0: remember the – James Fleming. Snapper? The snapper, oh, yeah. Oh, I look the terrible. F that.
2: That's that's Your yeah. head is like this. <laughs> You're probably not breathing. Your neck's going to yeah. break. It's, it's horrible. That's a really bad yeah. one.
1: Spencer's you know, bars look nasty when he was doing them to uh, – it was two years ago when he was here, and the kid that was his partner, every time someone would say, can you show that again? He'd go, oh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> bars, are, bars are tough. Um Oh
1: man! What- power halves are miserable. That was it. That was a, the last Palmer power half. That was a that was a good one. That's miserable, especially now as old as I am. Do my shoulders and snap right in half.
2: Yeah, that that one of the group doesn't bother me quite as much. I mean, one really?
1: Oh, that would be the worst for me for sure.
2: <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I've just spent a lot. Of- my little brother was a really good double leg power half guy, so I just feel like I've had my shoulders <laughs> cranked a lot, and I'll just you know I'll just go. Oh, over it. it. Won't be that bad. I would like- I would probably
1: cry yeah
0: I liked how logan um he used to talk about this when he would run his armbar and they would call it potentially dangerous he'd be like, just go over just go over just go over it's very simple yeah
2: um yeah, yeah. His, um, that, i'm I'm just thinking from an injury perspective like I'm not gonna get hurt in a power half I don't think really I, I, no, I mean of the things. I don't think so.
0: Some people have like the really flexible shoulders, like yeah, they're, I just, get, they're getting ripped well, I on, and their their arms like all the way back here. Yeah, I do not though. That would hurt. That would hurt me. This I'm oh, not yeah. very. I'm pretty tight yeah. through here. Yeah.
2: Um, man, the armbar would stink. The strangler would stink. But J- the JB double, I think, has the could have the worst long term impact on my life nah that's not that, that doesn't hurt i had to have a couple times that's, that's <laughs> like Whatever. i don't whatever. think did you not ever a big get? Deal. hold on did he ever do the one where he shoots through your face and double legs you because he will do that well or i couldn't I, I couldn't i couldn't get that low enough in my i know my, uh, i don't my, think my you my got the team, worst so. jordan burroughs double leg he you, he finished he didn't did he hit a head and chest on you
0: he was nice to you he picked you up and sat you down
2: yeah I, you look well, at I some of these get, doubles he's hit where he shoots through, first of all, it has to hurt his own face, one, but then yes. he shoots through your face and then through your chest and then through, I feel like yeah. he would concuss me. Actually, yeah, one of the things
1: I noticed when I, I got, we did you know, the face off gimmick thing, uh, I couldn't believe how many little chips he had in his teeth. And it had to be from, you know, the, the impact of him shooting. It was like, you can't really see it when you're far away, but when you were, like, right next to him, like, he had a whole bunch of just little chips all over his teeth. Um, it had to be him shooting the double eggs.
2: Yeah, he shoots his face through the other man's face or the chest and then takes him down. That is terrible.
1: I feel like, no, nah, that's not bad. Compared to Power Half, I'll take a hundred of them. Oh, my gosh. I am just- Power Half me, do not Power I would never let anyone Power Half me. I would start rolling and squirming. I, I'd be able to sneak my way out of there. Man, but. you just have some PTSD about a power half. I just look at me. my shoulders; they don't go that. I mean, th- this literally hurts me. Doing this is really to be Christian.
2: Why? Yes. I don't know. How did this happen? I'm gonna know. get a bionic shoulder
1: I next. i might i do some stem cell on my shoulders. I think. <laughs>
2: You might need to. Jeez, Ben. I didn't know your shoulders were that yeah. bad. A lot of topic about chips. Okay, I can, barely
1: throw, I can barely throw an overhand. And I can get like 120 feet and that's it. It's terrible.
2: What in the world?
1: And then it hurts. Then I'm like, oh, why did I do that? Oh, because I need to get it close to the basket. That's why I threw it. But that was a terrible idea. Oh, no. Sometimes man. you have to sacrifice.
2: Okay, <laughs> but like if uh, provided you had regular shoulders, I don't think the power half would be as bad as a Head and sure, face, if you have the a. Gumby shoulders. Are there any uh, – did, did Facebook have any other ideas for some terrible ones?
0: Um. Well, Grady Forbes wants to know if the assassin hurts people, Ben.
1: I don't think so. You uh, know, it's really, it's like a nursery rhyme. You know, it doesn't really hurt all that much. And then sometimes, me well, just go to sleep. Night-night. <laughs>
0: johnson mullen brought yeah. up a good point that nick simmons could be on this list for more than one move yeah like his <laughs> that is true he
2: <laughs> yeah oh iconic oh
1: can i pick that i might pick that if oh someone did gosh. that to me i might cry i've never had a split i i don't think any time past like eighth grade because i can't really remember prior to that i don't think i've ever been hit with a doll but i think had i done i would cry oh i got a good one for you
2: <laughs> yeah so,
1: okay the split i'll cry this dude, Kenny Robertson, I think it's the only time I could put him on my back my junior or senior year of college. Um, and he actually won two UFC fights by submission with this hold. So I think this wins. <laughs> he had this move where he would throw a leg right in, and he would cross his feet behind your butt on one leg, and he would come over the top. So you thought you were going to pull him under and pin him, you know? Uh-huh. And so when I tried to pull him under, he grabbed my opposite heel and rolled through. And he had me doing the splits. Luckily, I'm very flexible that way. But it was really pain. If I didn't have a flexible hamstring, and this is what, he submitted two guys in the UFC with this hold. Oh um, if I didn't have a flexible hamstring, I would have been in very much pain. But he got me in my back and scored three back points, and then I, I ended up pinning him the next period. But uh, I don't even know what the move is called. But it, it was not fun whatsoever. And if I did not have flexible hamstrings, I would have. I would have.
2: Um, That's not like the Bonana uh, split, right? Where he's got he's cross body ride. No. Okay. It's like
1: that. it's more they have you they, your legs go like instead of like this they go like this right they oh. they do that motion so he comes all over to the top I mean maybe you can look it up I don't know what the move is called it's the guy's name was Kenny Robertson and he ended up fighting the UFC and he won two moves uh, two man let's nice. see if we can find it all right okay, okay. so oh here was, so this guy went face down when he did this um. So look, he reached out top and then he rips their hamstring. Are you watching
2: that? Oh yeah, we're, I'm watching. Oh my gosh. That's
1: yeah. Weird.
2: But he put but you so, on your,
1: he put you on your back that way? Yeah. So I was, so I was no, I was more up on my feet, right? So I was like in a quad pod and I tried, like I said, I tried to pull his head underneath, right? You know how you stack yeah, him and him? Yeah, I can see. So I tried to pull his head underneath. And when I did that, he rolled. Oh man. Yeah. I would like
2: Jordan Tomei's opinion here. Cause he wrestled, uh, Logan Stever believe was he one of the few guys he didn't, like, pin in the... There was something notable about Jordan Tomey's performance yeah. against Logan Stebert. It would have been 12. I think. NCAA's. Um, okay, so yeah, some... Uh, certainly some terrible ways to get uh, destroyed in wrestling. Nope, nope. He got pinned. Yeah. <laughs> in, in 420. Someone yeah, said he got
0: I, smoked. Yeah, I... I oh no I 119 one, jordan got a pin his first in 420 match in 420 wow uh,
1: i think the other one christian that i, I know um way back in when, when max and i filmed the ultimate ask dvd said i had to let max do some moves on me and i would probably never let him do, but it a bar in half you know when they run the bar in half yeah. oh i was just like dude let me out of this let me out of this this is so terrible it was not good yeah the bar in half is not fun whatsoever
0: so apparently that move is called the Sue stretch.
1: Hmm. Huh? Okay. Yeah. He did it to me. It was awful.
2: It looks terrible. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. bad. That's bad stuff. All right. Um, anything you What, what's Oh yeah. Someone wants to know Bailey Brown, frequent question asker as wrestling is coming back from COVID more. Will we start predicting Tuesday headlines again? I think we should. I think we definitely should. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what thing yeah. I was thinking about, Ben? choose the <laughs> Tuesday done, headline, we just predicted the amount of cases of Corona the next <laughs> season. That's
1: all we oh, would have done. Ben,
0: this story <laughs> on him hitting that Kenny Robertson guy, uh, uh-huh. the off stretch, he talks about your match in there. Uh, he oh, goes, I'd always get say? too high when I was wrestling. I'd just reach and grab the heel and I'd get back points off of it, he says. Unfortunately, there were a couple of cases where I hurt the kid. Actually, I hit it on Ben Askren, and I was winning 6-1 to until late in the second period, and I got too high and ended up getting pinned. That was my sophomore year, a long time ago now.
1: Yeah. So I chose down, and I pinned him the second period. You chose down? So he took me down. I think he's up 5-0. I don't think it was 6-1. I think it was 5-0. He took me down uh, first, and he got that on me. And then in the second period, I chose down, and I pinned him. Is what I believe happened.
2: Wow! You know, one yeah. thing I've been thinking—it feels like we've been doing this show together a while, Ben. We basically—you yeah. start in January. We got to do the show three months with actual wrestling, and the rest two and season, a half. Yeah, two and, and, and a half. And March thirteenth. Yeah, March yeah, thirteenth. That's when you
1: texted me this morning. Christian said we got nothing to talk about. Well, <laughs> what's effing new?
2: What's <laughs> that, we haven't had anything to talk about for six months. What's new? I know. It's crazy. Think how good the show's gonna get a lot better once there's real wrestling going on. I promise. But uh, thank you guys for sticking, so, so easy. sticking sticking with us. Um, <laughs> it's just kind of funny. Um, I just realized that. All right. Mm-hmm. Anything else stick out before we go, Young Ben?
1: Uh, I thought there was one more good one that I liked. Okay. Uh, no, no, Yanni. We brought. Okay, oh, the press conference. I think that could be fun with the Eight eight-man, eight-man press, man press conference. conference.
2: Yes, I, I think agree that could that. be fun
1: if you want to do it.
2: Yes, we we should definitely do a, a, a press conference. It, That'd be fun,
1: especially if you have uh, them call each other out for the spots. Then we can, you know, because those are easy leading questions. Like, you know, hey Kyle, when you guys did the bracket selection, you chose Christian first. Why'd you do that? Boom, and then you get him
0: because I'm going to score a million points. A million points. No tech fall. Turn off the clock.
2: Turn off the clock. All right.
0: Um, well, looking yeah, forward I'm in for to that. that.
2: Looking forward to that, um, man. Next week, who's number one week? We'll talk uh, more about that for sure. Next week is going to be very exciting. Hey, you Christian, said actually, to to prep? yeah, I'm prepping. I'm prepping hard. I I, uh, I watched a lot of Jesse Mendez, uh, just a lot of 138 stuff. Jordan Williams is just a guy that can win that many matches late. Just there's something there with with that, and I think he's mm. immensely talented. I'm very excited to watch him. I. Th- you know, I like Mendez a lot, but I, I think it could be I think it could be Williams. You know who Mendez kinda reminds me of? He's like a he's like a righty deSanto. Like Really? Yeah. He's like head down, in the ties, righty single a lot. He hits the dump, uh tricep carry like DeSanto. The only thing he, he does a little that he does a lot that, that you don't see DeSanto do a lot is like he looks for his righty single reattack a lot, whereas DeSanto's not really a big re-attack guy. But if you yeah. watch, uh, the couple matches I've watched, he's like, head down, forward. He'll wrestle a little bit from space, but for the most part, he's trying to get to his ties and, and go forward. So I think he's a really interesting guy. Man, uh, Wyatt Henson, I think he's one of the best guys in who's number one um, of all of them. He he impresses me as much hey, as anyone. I actually
1: had to ask you about that weight class because on your rankings, and this guy the guy was here this weekend, that's why I kind of thought about him. Um, Joel Vandevier, he's number two. Did he not want to come, or what was the deal there? He's in it.
0: He's in it. He was in the form. Oh, man. he is. Um,
2: he's the number two right now.
0: So he's yeah. He's awaiting the winner yeah. of Mendez Williams.
2: Hey, you want to? Yeah. Uh, so, so you want to buy?
0: Well, he was supposed to wrestle Van, or yeah, he was yeah. supposed to wrestle Mendez, but got Van Ness got hurt, so he moves up. And then, yeah.
1: So you yeah. didn't bring someone? Why you didn't bring anyone else in for him?
0: No, because it's not. I mean, what's the point? Those are the top four guys in the country. Yeah,
1: sure, sure, that makes sense. Um, that kind of sticks for them because none of them really have the opportunity to go to number one. Then since Shane Van Ness, uh is not going to be in attendance.
2: Well, our our plan yeah, is got, to is to get that match at some point. Try to make it happen. Get the winner of these three, and yes. then have them play oh. on Van Ness later.
1: Yeah, I got to watch him and Nick Moore last weekend, both of my plates. I was pretty impressed with both of them. Um and then yeah, I was really impressed with the Alec Martin kid, who I think I don't know what you guys have him ranked the next weight up, but he had a good weekend also. He no, he's on the 6, big 17. board. Um yeah,
0: he's he's on the big board going to South Dakota State.
2: Man, freaking yeah. I so I watch uh I watched the the Mendez Vandevere freestyle match. It's just amazing. Fourteen eleven. Crazy Scrap. You watch their folk style match. 1-1 <laughs> one, one, tiebreaker ride out. Really? Give me a break. Yeah. Gag me. Folk style. Huh. Come on. And that was a criteria victory, by the way. You don't get a point for riding someone for 30 seconds in folk style. <laughs> really? <fake. laughs> uh,
1: that's funny.
2: Yeah. Give me a break. Uh, so on that note, let's go. Thank you guys so much. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Maybe one of the last weekends without like really consistent wrestling every week. I think we're mm-hmm. getting there. We are getting there. We will bring the Tuesday headlines back. Uh, very excited. Who's number one week coming soon? Hope you guys stay safe, have some fun. It'll be a beautiful weekend here in Austin. So that's it. It's been Thanks raining a lot. A lot. Has, has been raining. Has been a little gloomy. It's gonna be sunny today. Have a good weekend, guys. See you next time. Thank you.